new to Widden Stud. Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Wednesday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. A big announcement coming through and we'll get to it right off the top this morning with Tab announcing the fifth horse to be locked in for this year's inaugural running of the Tab Eureka on September 2nd at Tab Court Park Menangle. Tab, the sponsor of the race and also a slot holder, have announced the Lost Storm to represent their slot. The first of the three-year-olds be announced. We now have a field of five, but joining Leap to Fame, Catch a Wave, Captain Ravishing and Mild will be the Lost Storm. And at this stage, he will draw the inside gate, of course, still with five more slots to be determined. If another three-year-old is to be chosen or win one of the two qualifying races for Taz Racing or Racing Queensland, well, then it gets a little more interesting. But we know the three-year-olds will draw to advantage over the four-year-olds when it comes to that 2,400-metre contest for a tick over $2.1 million, the world's richest harness race. So exciting times there with half the field now locked in. And we're about to catch up with Andrew Kelly to discuss that in more depth. But before that, we have racing uh, this evening to look forward to here in New South Wales. And we also have a trialling session underway currently at Menangle. Tonight we have eight races from Bathurst, as we so often do on a Wednesday evening. The first they're getting underway at 5.05. We'll race at both Tamworth and Penrith tomorrow. And then we look forward to Friday as well. But when it comes to uh, the trialling session today at Menangle, it's an important one as well. And it is already uh, underway with the open class trial run and one. And this trial is pretty star-studded as well. Spirit of St. Louis was able to win that trial over my ultimate Ronnie, who of course is already locked in for the Tabureka and Delightful Angel, who was successful in the Mayor's Open class race at Menangle only a few weeks ago. They basically all finished uh, on a helmet, on the helmet of Spirit of St. Louis, that is. Uh, So Spirit of St. Louis, we heard from Luke McCarthy last week, is headed towards Queensland with uh, a real attention put on the Sunshine Sprint and the Blacks of Ake. He won't be heading to the Redcliffe Cup next week and my ultimate Ronnie likely to head in that direction as well with the Rising Sun in mind. Delightful Angel likely to head north for the Golden Girl event uh, for the Open Class Pacing there. So that trial uh, has just been completed and you'll be able to catch the replay of that in the not too distant future. We also have a a strong but select field of open class trotters going around a little later on. Hurricane Hiller, high-priced Kiwi import for Jared Elch, and he's there alongside his stablemate, Doff Your Cap, who's on return as well. So that's trial number five and trial six features Peaceful, the last start, APG Victor and Promised Land. So you can catch all of those results and replays a little later on on the harness.org.au website. Speaking of Menangle, we had seven races there yesterday afternoon and... The winning was, by and large, shared between Leighton Green and Cam Hart, both taking home a treble of victories uh, in the bike. So Leighton and Cam both getting the three wins on the board. Jared Elchin trained a double, both driven by Cam Hart and, of course, the McDowell team, who are in incredible form at the moment. They were the trainers of the three winners for Leighton Green. And bucking the trend to end the day was a fortunate son uh, with Seaton Grimmer aboard. So three apiece yesterday uh, to both Cam Hart and Leighton Green. Dean and Kerry McDowell continuing on what's been a great run of six 
in recent times. As I mentioned off the top of the show, we're going to be joined by Andrew Kelly, the CEO of Harness Racing Australia. Thanks for your time. I know it would be a very busy day for you today, but I thought it was a good opportunity for our radio listeners to be brought up to speed with all things Tab Eureka. And we've now got half the field with this morning, the lost storm. And now it's the first of the three-year-olds to be locked in by Tab. Yeah, exactly right, Brittany. What an exciting announcement on behalf of the um, you know, uh, the Tab. And obviously they're, they're the um, uh, naming rights sponsor of the event as well. And, you know, 50% of the field is now known. First three-year-old selected. Um, you know, but what a great selection. Um, you know, possibly get two bites of the cherries over the next couple of years with regard to that. Also versatile, um, you know, hailing from Victoria and a powerful stable, um, you know, and a very supportive owner. So, you know, it's a great mix um, uh, that you've been able to put together there, all the team in at TAB, led by Glenn Lee. Congratulations to everyone. You mentioned the power of the Stuart Tonkin staff and they're not a, a big race that goes by that they're not represented in. So unsurprisingly so, they're going to be in the inaugural edition of the Tab Eureka. And just speaking with Emma, we'll try and catch up with her tomorrow morning on the show. Uh, they're not scared of this almighty challenge in front of them. No, nor should they be. They've been, um, you know, they've been the form stable for quite a period of time and even what they were able to do um, throughout um, you know the Grand Circuit races and the uh, and the Inter Dominion with their with their charges has shown that um, you know it's not just the juveniles that they're having um, uh, great success with at the moment. But you know the Lost Storm obviously is a, a, a as a three year old gets a bit of a lift in the barrier um, position for the race and yeah he's he's going to be well in contention, isn't he? Along with you know obviously we know Catch a Wave, Leap to Fame, Captain Ravishing already in the mix. My ultimate Ronnie who you mentioned trolled yesterday. Um, it's an exciting time in the build-up now and, uh, dare I say, it all lies on Queensland. Yeah, no doubt. And it's looking likely at this stage that we'll see the Lost Storm and Leap to Fame clash. Uh, when it comes to this Tabureka concept and when it was just a concept and the three- and four-year-old aspect of it was uh, talked about, I'm sure that there was a real hope to have you know, at least a couple of three-year-olds willing to take on the four-year-olds. And then really, and beautifully, I guess how it goes, this crop of four-year-olds could well be the best that we've seen in a very long time. And then it becomes a little bit, uh, I guess, hard for connections of three-year-olds to, to put their horses in against uh, such a, a good class of, of four-year-old. We've got a Miracle Mile winner already amongst them. So it must be a bit of a relief for yourself and your team that, yes, there is going to be at least one three-year-old willing to take them on. Yeah, it just provides a you know a terrific dimension to the to the race. As I mentioned, there's also some you know potentially some consistency over a couple of years with uh, being able to build a focus around that particular uh, you know a three-year-old if they were willing to put their hand up. But I'm sure the connections of the horse and Justin Baker and obviously um, Emma and Clayton um, out there at their farm in uh, Cardigan wouldn't be putting their hand up um, for you know such a uh, su such a new event and such a big event if they felt it was going to be any detriment uh, to the horse but even more than that being such competitive uh, being competitive by nature I'm sure they feel like they're a real shot with um, uh, with everything going their way and we haven't seen the lost storm as a three-year-old but just speaking again with Emma and Clayton he certainly hasn't 
been off the scene for any particular reason it's just been a fact that this has very much been his target race ever since it was announced and they've been wrapping him in cotton wool to ensure that he's exactly where he needs to be come September 2nd he's headed to Queensland to contest races like the Rising Sun and the Derbies as uh, I guess preparatory runs towards that Taburica on September 2nd so that's on the racetrack we've now got half the field and I'm sure more announcements are not too far away but off the track this event and I say it's an event because it's not just a race it it's really its own carnival in itself is starting to build so beautifully you must be beside yourself excited on how it's all coming together I'm sure you'd hope that there would be uh, I guess the build-up that is uh, are coming about but I'd say this could nearly exceed what your expectations were with the Charles Oliveira announcement and and all that surrounds that yeah well, we've been um, hearing a lot lately about um, you know wagering and the different market segmentation and those types of things and the 18 to 35 year old market something that you know racing seems to have slipped down the uh, down the pecking order with and to have an ambassador brought to the event, you know, by Aaron Bain Racing and Summit Bloodstock, and you know, for them to have um, been able to secure a true uh, world, um, you know, sporting talent, global talent, um, in Charles Oliveira, and his connection to the race is what really I like about it as well. Not just that, you know, he's obviously a superstar, but you know there is a deep love of the horse and there is a deep understanding and love of of, um, of harness racing and he'll be able to come down here and uh, understand the industry he'll be participating in a um, in a match race uh, on the night of the the Tabureka on the 2nd of September and all that goes with that we've already seen you know harness racing uh, on the front page of UFC websites we've got um, you know, Fox Sports News covering um, uh, Charles and his involvement and his trip to Australia and this is exactly the types of markets that we need to start having harness racing being exposed to and that's exactly what Charles is going is to bring to the to the table so it's very very exciting from that perspective and even on the local front Matty Hayden being involved with um, uh, w- with the Queensland slot race selection um, uh, in, in a few in a few months time uh, adds to that as well. So these ambassadors, as we announce them and bring them on board, will start to expose the sport to different uh, markets than has traditionally been the case. And on the night itself, we look forward to you know having a headline act that provides a concert and a all round entertainment package that is yep the centerpiece is the is the this race and then the racing but being able to bring new markets to Clubman Angle and expose them to all that is on offer in a massive entertainment package is what this is, um, you know, we were hoping to bring, and that's where we're headed at the moment. And, yes, it's both exciting, but it's also an anxious time because it's only 80-something days away, and it's like, you know, it, it's front of mind all the time to make sure that we are able to make the most of the opportunities, um, you know, for this particular event on behalf of the industry. Yeah, it's going to be quite incredible. And I'm sure there's going to be so many different segments of people wanting to head to Menangola and for varying reasons, but all surrounding the Tabureka, which speaking to Bruce Christensen will be part of an eight race card with a a relatively early starter and finish to, as you mentioned, uh, the concert, which is to be announced in the next little while to keep uh, all those who've enjoyed the great racing on track to enjoy the remainder of the card as well in an all-encompassing experience for them so if people are tuning in Andrew and I must say as much as it's 
free free general admission to the night. There are plenty of hospitality packages available. And I've seen as well that it mightn't hurt if you're wanting to head along to, I guess, reserve your spot on, on that free ticket list. Because by all accounts, we're expecting a massive crowd, maybe the, the biggest and probably the biggest crowd development angle come September 2nd. I think you're right. Um, you know, that's certainly our expectation. Um, there's nothing to suggest that that won't be the case. Um, hospitality packages are, uh, are starting to walk out the door. I've had um, uh, people from you know, every state make contact because they're not, um, you know, totally across how to uh, how to go about it or what's on offer. But um, people are making contact directly with HRO saying, "How do we be a part of this?" So yeah, it's an outstanding, um, uh, you know, opportunity to uh, for, uh, well. It's it's going to be an outstanding opportunity for people to be entertained and see some great racing, but it's also an opportunity for people to experience that in a, in the surrounds that they would uh, they would like. And there's plenty of hospitality packages through Clubman Angle, um, you know, to cater for everyone's needs. And you know, there's an exciting opportunity for them as well to build um, the, to build a profile and to build databases and and to this to be a springboard and a foundation for other feature events in the future. And I must say, accommodation itself in the MacArthur region is already quite sparse for that weekend. So it would appear as though not only, as is so often the case at Menangle, the local community is going to be involved. People are going to be coming from far and wide to enjoy this, which is really what the race is all about. It's been great to catch up this morning, Andrew. Really appreciate the updates. And I guess from your perspective, for those wanting to be involved, uh, it's time to make contact and lock it in because it is so rapidly approaching. When you say 80 days or close to it, that seems so close, uh, which is so exciting. Half the field locked in now. Well done, your, your team, and we can't wait to see uh, what the next few months bring. Yeah, thanks very much, Brittany. We're looking forward to it as well. But it is truly a, a joint effort of the hosts. You know, HRA is playing a role alongside Harness Racing New South Wales and also Clubman Angle. And we're appreciative of their teams that are getting behind it. We can't do it on our own. And it, and it is a team effort to bring this to life. So, um, yeah, and along with TAB, uh, as a naming rights sponsor, we're, we're indebted and grateful for the great support that we're getting. And great to join you today. And hopefully we can do this again to keep the updates coming. I'm sure we will. Plenty more to come with five of the ten runners now locked in. Harness Racing Australia CEO Andrew Kelly joining us this morning here on On The Pace alongside that announcement of the Lost Storm, the first three-year-old to be locked in to take his place in the world's richest harness race on September 2nd, the Tab Eureka. It's all coming together very quickly and as much as we think September's a long way away, it really isn't and there's going to be plenty of moving parts between now and then. If you want to get along to Menangle, uh, to experience what is going to be something really special, ensure that you make contact with the club uh, or Harness Racing New South Wales or HRA to express your interest and get your spot secured. That's September 2nd, a little further away, but with one eye on that, we're also looking forward to what's uh, on our doorstep this evening with Bathurst Racing. Eight races there, the first getting underway at 5.05. I'll be back on tomorrow morning, as mentioned, looking to catch up with Emma Stewart, the trainer of the Lost Storm, to get the latest on their star three-year-old heading towards the Tab Eureka. That's to come tomorrow morning here on Sky Sports Radio at 30.